The way you silence fear is you give attention to faith. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp of AliciaVSharp.com. And today we have another question and answer, and it's with Bill Johnson again. And he is also talking about fear again. He's talking about different things. And one thing that really stood out to me is uh, sympathy and compassion and the difference, because there is a big difference between sympathy and compassion. Sympathy is kind of when you get pulled in to a negative situation, into a hurtful situation. Whereas compassion is you have compassion on the person, but you pull them out with faith of their hard situations. Really great distinction, really great um, interview. Here it is. I'm afraid of letting people down when I pray for them. Let's say I am moved with compassion to pray for a co-worker who is sick and they are not healed. Then I feel less of, less of God. How do I break this cycle of fear which spurs me to inaction? Boy, the best way you break the cycle of fear is to take action. I mean, you just have to, <laughs> if, you have to make a decision. Because you, know, you got faith there too. There's faith in every believer's heart. We're called believers. Yep. So what do I act on? Do I act on the fear? Or do I act on the faith? The way that you silence faith is you give attention. The way you silence fear yeah. is you give attention to faith. Yeah. And that's how you shut it down is you just take risk. Mm -hmm. And it, you're not going to let people down by praying for them. They're already let down. That's why they're sick. Yeah. You know, that's why they're, that's why they're tormented. That's why they're broke. Whatever the situation might be, they're already let down. Gotcha. So uh, the, the thing Here's what I, t what I tell our students, especially, because they're so aggressive in this area, is, is, you know, not everyone who comes to me, not everyone I pray for gets healed yet. I, I pray it happens in my lifetime. But what I can do is I can ensure that everybody I pray for knows that I cared for them and that I love them. I can show them the love of God. Yeah. So really, the healing anointing is supposed to be released as an expression of love. Wow. It's not supposed to be demonstrated to get a miracle notch on my Bible or something. Yeah. It's the responsibility is to care for that person. So I can show interest in them as a person. I can show them uh, compassion for their pain or their whatever yeah. it is that is causing in their life. Yeah. You don't want to be sucked into a problem because uh, sympathy is the counterfeit of compassion. Yeah. You don't want to be sucked into that sympathy role. But if I can be moved with compassion and serve them, and then just share with them the love of God and ask to pray, yeah. they're going to experience God's love. Yeah. Now, hopefully, they'll also, and as we grow as individual, individuals more consistently, they'll also encounter the healing grace of the Lord. Yeah. But, um, you know, Benny, uh, your, your mom, my wife, just prayed for somebody in the, uh, getting her hair done just a couple of days ago, and it was a dramatic miracle. The person was absolutely wow. shocked. Wow. Uh, tormenting, tormenting pain. They were afraid to sit down. They were afraid to do this, that. And she prayed, and it was just, you know, what we see is in those public places, it seems like, it seems like things happen so much easier and so much faster. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes we pray for people in church, and we, we walk them through the thing, and they finally get the whole package. Well, out there, it's like God just shows up in an totally. instant, you yeah, know. And totally. it's, just, it's just so fun. So she prayed, and this guy got healed. Wow. And she heard her talking throughout the, the hairdresser, you know, shop, uh, throughout the whole place, telling people what God had just done for her. Wow. <clears throat> stunning, stunning. Wow. But it's just, you just give him a chance. He's the extravagant one. All we do is... 
is give him a chance to show himself for who he is. Yeah. Can you take a moment just just distinguish between sympathy and compassion? Yeah, sympathy. Just... Yeah, it's a big deal because what sympathy does is it draws you emotionally into a situation that is hopeless. And you are there just to, in a natural sense to give them comfort in their pain. Yeah. Compassion won't go in there, but has pity on them to bring them out into a healing or a deliverance. Wow. It's just a big difference. And sometimes, yeah. especially Christians, because we want to be helpful to everybody, we get sucked right into the dilemma where we actually contribute to the problem. Yeah. We contribute. I, I tell you, I have, I've had people, <laughs> I had this gal, I've had this happen many times, but I have uh, this gal, four of her friends brought her to me, covered uh, arthritis throughout her body, yeah. absolutely tormented. And the four friends brought her, and uh, and I and I didn't, you know, I could feel the sympathy thing. Yeah. It it was so strong, yeah. but at the same time, they knew where to go. They wanted a miracle. Yeah. So here's the gal who's who's tormented and just in horrible pain. She doesn't have any expectation of a miracle. She's got they've got four friends that are really hoping something happens, yeah. but they're locked into that sympathy thing, and so they all lay hands on her. Well, I didn't want to tell them, you know, you guys don't have faith. Don't pray for. Her. Because that would have been rude, and I want to be respectful because they're the ones that brought her. Yeah. But at the same time, there was something going on there that I knew was going to block the miracle. Yeah. And so I just asked. I said, "Let's." I felt like the Lord was going to demonstrate something. So I said, "Let's have it to where nobody touches it," which meant me too. Yeah. So then everybody took their hands off, and I invited the Holy Spirit to come, and He came in power, and and I could feel what was happening in her body. Wow. I could feel it, and I said. Uh, in fact, in one of the cases, I said, uh, um, I could feel this fire, honestly, just going down from the base of my skull to starting going down. You could feel it. I could feel okay. it physically, what was happening to her. And I said, move your head around. Your neck should be healed by now. And she moves around. She's stunned. Wow. And so we waited a moment. And I said, all right, move your arms and shoulders. So she did. And, it was, and you could, I could actually feel it go down to the body. So sometimes, you know, if, if you know, I, I don't want to get spooky about it, but if you got people all around that are not moving in faith and they're laying hands on a person. It, I don't know, I understand how, but it draws. Yeah. It draws out of what's happening to the one, the person you want to get healed. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just ask, let's have nobody pray for her. Let's just watch Jesus do totally. this on his own. Because I'm wanting to respect them for their faith to bring yeah. her. But I also don't want them to contribute to the problem. So um, it's, it's, totally, yeah. it's fascinating. But I watched that miracle anointing go from the base of her skull all the way down, down the arms, down her back, into her hips, knees, ankles. Finally, it was all the way gone. She's completely healed. So uh, sympathy actually contributes. Another thing I've done, I've, family members are oftentimes locked mm -hmm. in sympathy. Yeah. And so what I'll do is, I'll, let's say they bring a teenage son to me. Yeah. And I'll say, you know what, you guys stay right here and pray. I'm going to take him over here, and I want to pray just privately and personally. Mm -hmm. What I want to do is I want to put them in, in, a, in an, uh, a supportive role that they can handle. And then I'm going to take them over here and pray privately. And I've seen the Lord use that, both for their sake well, and for the one who, who feels the emotional pull. It's hard to describe, but there's this connection yeah. between people. It's not evil. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes it locks people. I, I'll tell you the scariest one. I was in a hospital praying for a gal. She, she wasn't dying, but she was really bad, yeah. really, really bad sick. And I prayed for her, and that st stuff started leaving her body. She could feel her lungs clear up. She could feel, and her joy started coming on her face. And, uh, and just, uh, she, she was just getting changed. Mm -hmm. 
And then the door opened and a family member walked in the room. She looked and this look of terror came over her face and it all jumped back on her. Oh, wow. That's tough to explain. I don't know how that works, yeah. but, but I, I could see what happened. And, uh, and that was in the early days, uh, back in the uh, late 80s, yeah. when I just started to see breakthrough. And it was a monumental lesson for me. Wow. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Sympathy, compassion. Yeah. That was Bill Johnson, and he was interviewed, actually, by his son, Eric Johnson. And that clip is found on YouTube if you search under Q&A, How to Get Out of Fear and In Action. You can find out more information about Bill and his ministry at bjm.org. That is all I have for you today. If you have just a minute, please go over to iTunes and rate or review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me. And I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.